Hi, I'm Dr. Leslie Quick, and this is my very first podcast of Quick Health Concepts, our very first episode. So I want to take a few seconds to just, first of all, thanks um, to Lisa Capala and WCTV for inviting me to do this podcast. It's very exciting for me. Um, I'm not a techie, so I this is an all-new concept for me. I don't know if I've, if I've listened to a few podcasts, more because uh, just the ones from WCTV, because they're so great. Um, but I want to say thank you to them. Uh, basically, what you're going to find in Quick Health Concepts is this podcast is really about various types of health topics. Um, including, of course, my specialty, which I'll talk about in a minute, um, but talking about natural alternatives and debate within the health industry, legislation, uh, just everything that has to do around health, okay? Lots of tips, um, but it just it's, it's basically what's going on right now in the world of health, natural alternatives, because I have so many patients who are constantly asking me, what can I take that's natural? I'm tired of taking my drugs. What can I do? And so we're going to be touching upon a lot of that as well. Um, a little bit about myself. Uh, again, Dr. Leslie Quick. I've been in practice for 20 years this year. I can't believe it. Um, and I've been in Wilmington as co-owner of WellCare Chiropractic Center with my husband, Mark, for the last 15 of those. Uh, my secondary specialty is in the area of nu- um, nutraceutical healing and herbs. So a lot of the talks I've done over the years really have centered around those topics. Um, so that's why this is just a natural extension for me to do this podcast. So, um, on our first episode, and of course, bear with me because it is my very first one, but on this first episode, what I really want to talk about is something super exciting, um, because of the fact that uh, it's legal now in Massachusetts and uh, is in many states is the topic of cannabis. Okay. And the reason why I want to talk about cannabis is because of its medical, um, medical uses. And it's such, believe it or not, this is relatively, when I say new, I mean, it's, you know, it's something that is booming now. Um, And ever since it became legalized in Massachusetts as a chiropractor, we have lot of different companies reaching out to us saying, use my CBD products. So it made me um, go in and research it a lot more. So I'm happy to be able to share this information. So what I'm going to do is do it over a a few series um, because I basically am going to try to keep these podcasts as you know, you don't want to listen to me for an hour. So I'm going to keep these podcasts relatively short to give you some information, talk about stuff, and um, kind of get the basics out of what what is interesting to learn about. So for me, it's really exciting because here's the thing is that the endocannabinoid system, okay, we're going to talk about first start with human anatomy, okay? We have found that there is a new system called the endocannabinoid system. And the reason why I say this is new is because it's not really new, but it wasn't really discovered and restarted, researched until the 1990s. So most medical doctors, chiropractic doctors, and healthcare, um, healthcare physicians really were not taught much about it in, in, you know, before the 1990s because it really was unknown. The endocannabinoid system is another system of the body. Think of your skeletal system, your muscular system, cardiovascular, digestive system. They're all systems of the body. This is a whole separate system within the body that was found in around the 1990s, okay? And that's why a lot of people don't know about this or don't know a whole hell of a lot about it, okay? But basically, the endocannabinoid system is a complex network of receptors within your body, okay? And what they do is they talk to each other. 
And what they help to do is fine-tune vital functions. They're finding that this endocannabinoid system is a vital a vital system to help with things such as sleep, appetite, memory, mood, and reproduction. And when I say appetite, if you think about, I don't know if you've ever done any of this stuff, but, you know, if anybody you ever know that says, oh, I, you know, when I smoke, I eat a lot. These are all things that it helps to affect, right? So that's something, these are actually vital functions within the body, okay? So the endocannabinoid system itself helps to fine-tune those vital functions. Um, and there are things that we can do to help increase those functions, okay? And just like with your diet and exercise, right, exercise, they say the thought process is, is that um, a decrease in the endocannabinoid system can cause, be the cause or a piece of the diseases that help make us sensor, hypersensitive to pain, like migraines, fibromyalgia, IBS or irritable bowel syndrome, et cetera, okay? And again, there's still a ton of research to be done. But like we were talking about with diet and exercise, certain things you can do that help increase the endocannabinoid function are things like prolonged exercise has been proven to help endocannabinoid function. Um, other things like um, increasing essential fatty acids in your diet with things like omega-3s, flax, or hemp, okay? Those are things that help increase that. But again, a decrease in that could be possibly be the root cause of why some people suffer from these unknown migraines. Where are these coming from? Well, it's possible, you know, more research needs to be done, but it's possible that these fibromyalgia symptoms really are stemming from a decrease in the reception of the endocannabinoid system. And that this is why this is such an exciting field because um, when I say field, you know, exciting science because it could really help a lot of my patients, a lot of people who suffer from chronic pain issues. And we already know, you know, for years, medical marijuana has been used in cancer patients, et cetera. But this this opens up a whole other um, avenue of ways that people can help patients. But again, research has to be done. A lot more research has to be done um, to kind of, you know, to be able to fine tune those things. So again, endocannabinoid system is an actual system within the body. Okay. So now let's talk about cannabis. Okay. Remember what I said, cannabis is now legal in Massachusetts for recreational and medicinal use. Okay. So a lot of misconceptions come from cannabis, okay? So let's decipher this, okay? Cannabis is actually a family of plants, okay? I'm not going to get into the names. Um, it's sativa. It's a, I can't even remember the names. But there are different names under this family, okay? But cannabis is the basically the parent of the plants, okay? It's a family of plants. And within that family, you have marijuana and hemp. Marijuana and hemp are not the same plant. A lot of people think they're the same. They're not, okay? They are different plants. They're like sisters in the same family under cannabis, okay? And because they're like sisters or brothers, they basically have a lot of similarities, but they also have distinct differences, okay? And that's included in how they look, in their anatomical structure, and in their makeup, okay? So family of cannabis contains different compounds called cannabinoids, Two of the most dominant ones are tetrahydrocannabinol, okay, or THC. If you've ever heard of THC, this is the component of the um, of the cannabis plant that creates that high or that psychoactive effect, okay. Another dominant compound is called cannabidiol, okay, or CBD, okay. It 
does a lot of the same things that THC does without the psychoactive high, okay? So this is one area that makes marijuana and hemp so different, okay? Marijuana is a cannabis plant, as is hemp. However, marijuana has an abundance of the THC, or that high compound, versus hemp, which is only trace or very low amounts of that psychoactive compound of THC. And that's one of that's one of many differences within the two plants. But just so you, again, can, you got cannabis, then hemp and marijuana are two of those plants within that family, kind of like a daisy. You got Gerber daisies. You've got you know, different types of the same plants in the same family, but they look different. They may, you know, be used for different medicinal purposes. And this is a very, um, this is one of those examples, okay? So that is why the marijuana plant has been cultivated over the years from um, both medical and recreational use, while hemp has been primarily used to create industrial products such as clothing, paper, and of course, most notably now with the legalization of um, cannabis in many in many states, the CBD products. Okay. Because um, these products produce the similar effect to the endocannabinoid system without producing that psychoactive effect. So remember that. So as time goes on, it's going to be really interesting to see how much more we can learn about the science behind the endocannabinoid system and create products to help combat that pain. Okay. So today I really wanted to just focus on the endocannabinoid system in that in physiology in the human body and then talk a little bit about the cannabis plant and kind of help kind of you know talk a little bit about or clear up some of those misconceptions cannabis is the family marijuana and hemp are like sister plants with in that family they have different sets of um they look a little different and they have different um makeup. So the marijuana plant has more of the THC or that's going to give you that high where the hemp is really where this, these CBD, these, a lot of these um, uh, products that are coming out now with less of the, less of the THC and more of the CBD in it because it doesn't give you that high. And so that's where you're finding a lot of, you have medical, there are medical products that have the THC in it. And then you have the CBD products that have trace or no CBD in it. So we're going to talk more about that next time. But again, like I said, this is such an exciting um, time as far as research. And now that it's become more legal, it's it's, you're going to find that research is going to be booming in that area. um, And it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that. Next time, I'm going to be discussing more about the health aspects of both areas, because THC does, you know, CBD and THC do have different... um, you know, areas in which they help, one helps more in one, one helps more in the other. Plus, there's lots of different products that you can use. Obviously, you can inhale it, you can rub it on your body, you can take a tincture, you can take it orally, um, lots of different choices. And we're going to talk more about that next time um, and talk about more of its implications in natural healthcare aspects. So I just want to say thanks so much. Uh, until next time, I am out and about. And uh, thank you so much for listening to Quick Health Concepts. Till next time. Bye.